My tears for Craig Kimbrell are going to have to wait for a few minutes, Slee. And even the Lakers schedule is going to have to wait for at least a minute or two. Oh, yeah. Because a little bit of breaking news right here. This, uh, according to Clutch Sports CEO Rich Paul, he tells ESPN that uh, LeBron James has agreed on a two-year, $97.1 million contract extension, including a player option for the 2024-2025 season. Uh, he was entering the final year of a deal worth $44.5 bucks. but LeBron James will be a Laker this year, next year, and then has a player option for that third year after that. This one actually makes a lot of sense to me. It really does. I think the um, – you obviously knew he was going to play out this year, so now the question is – what is Braun going to do moving forward? We got part of that answered. Part of that is, you know that if you come play for the Lakers, Braun's going to be here for the next two years. Yep. After that, you know, the, the timing they talk about with what happens with Bronny, does he get drafted, where he gets drafted, he will have that option or that opportunity to say, okay, the final year of this two-year extension, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to go play with my son. He's going to have that option, whatever it is. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't happen. We, we know this much in Bron's career so far with the Lakers. What has happened? What's happened is they haven't made the playoffs in two years. They were eliminated in the first round, and they won an NBA championship. What can they do in these next two years? It's an incredibly interesting are, are they already past that window of getting a chance to compete? A lot of people would tell you, yes, they're already past that. Will they get a chance to trade Russ and maybe bring some role players to give them an opportunity? Will AD play 70 games when his contract, when that player option comes up in two years, if Braun decides, I'm leaving, I'm going to go somewhere else, is that when the Lakers hit the reset button and Anthony Davis potentially is on the trade block? There's some interesting things, but I'm not I'm not surprised with him taking this deal and doing a one plus one. Okay, there's a couple of things here. I'm going to work backwards. You're right about for the next two seasons and potentially a third, the roadmap for the Lakers makes perfect sense. And the roadmap is win the championship. Surround LeBron James with whatever you can to try to go grab another championship. Mm -hmm. Do it this year, do it next year, and hopefully you get a third year to do it on the back end. That would be the 2024-2025 season. So for at least the next years, you know, draft picks and, well, what's it going to look like? This is the plan for at least the next two years. Do everything you can. Move heaven and earth to try to win a championship. That's number one. And, okay, it's a plan. We can argue whether it's a good one or not, but it's a plan. The other part is, I think is really interesting. You're talking about Bronny. It was kind of when, when the idea was floated originally, it was more of a, wow, wouldn't that be cool to see LeBron James play with his kid? Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be really neat. Really, the only time we've ever seen it was when the Griffies did it in Seattle. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. It was more of a theoretical uh, mental exercise. It's right here. Yeah. It's it it's 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 here. He's a senior in high school. He will be in college next year. Whether at, ex- at an actual university who knows? or he could yeah. go, you know, go, go play overseas. He could go to the G League. He could yep. be any of those things. And now it's kind of coming into a, a different bit of a question: mm. How good of a player is Bronny? Because if he's a really if he's a good player, like a, let's say he's a first round draft pick talent, wh- who drafts him? And does LeBron want to go to a team that may or may not be ready to win a championship just to spend a year with his son? Yeah. Or if he's not an NBA quality player, and, and I don't know, I don't I, my who knows what I know. If he's does somebody say, listen, let's give him a roster spot so we can get LeBron James on our team for a year. It 
it's right here in front of you. It's no longer a theoretical exercise. It's just a couple of years down the road. Breaking news on 710 is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. The breaking news, LeBron James agrees to a two-year, $97.1 million contract extension. This is according to Woj. There's a player option for that 2024-2025 season. You know, I have a difficult time thinking that you're right that it's not that far away. I don't know how you feel about this. I have such a difficult time thinking two years ahead. Like, think of the Lakers and what they can be two years from now. You know, when they talk about those draft picks, the 2027 first-rounder, 2029 first-rounder, mm-hmm. these are all so far away. And it's not like we're watching the Lakers and saying, hey, we know they're in rebuild mode, Right. It's not like we're watching the Lakers and saying, we know next year they're competing for an NBA championship. They're in that mode that you don't want to be in the NBA. They're in no man's land. They're in that we're not sure yeah. if we still have an opportunity to compete or are we this 35-40 win team in the NBA and we're just not bad enough to get good draft picks and we're just not good enough to really actually make noise and on top of that, we have two of the most popular players in the league in LBJ and AD. The craziest part, Al, is that it could easily be either one of those things. It's not totally a pipe dream to think Lakers could be pretty good this year. If Anthony Davis is healthy and yeah. plays at the best of his ability and LeBron continues to be LeBron, that's a pretty good team. You can put – now, is it the best team? No. But is it? A, they could be a good team. They could make it really hard for other people. If they play well, who knows? Make a trade, who knows? It could happen. They could also win 30 games. It's not, it's not out of the question because your best player is coming into year 20 and your second best player can't stay on the court. That's not a good combination. That's a really scary combination. And by the way, your third best player is liking tweets, criticizing the organization and wants out one day, doesn't want out another day, won't do that. Who knows what's going on yeah. And his agent is firing because he doesn't feel like he understands his role. It's, it's a very complicated mess there. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody can honestly say, can be if you're optimistic, you're thinking, hey, AD's going to be pretty good. LeBron's still really close to LeBron, and they'll figure the rest of it out. Or, guys, it's year 20, AD can't play, and Russ is nuts. There was, um, <laughs> Those are your two options. There was a, it was a fan yesterday, or just a listener. We were in the sweet LAFC game, and we're talking some Lakers. And he said something to me that I think, it probably, listen, it's probably a similar message that I think most Laker feels Laker fans feel right now. You know what he said, Trav? He's like, yeah, I'm just not that excited right now about the upcoming season. They got to convince, you know, we're not, I think there are a lot of Laker fans out there that don't really know what to expect this upcoming year. So it's difficult to get really excited about, we, we, we hit on this, I think, a little bit last week. SC right now, there's some, there's some, you can be excited right now to be a USC fan, right? Sure. You can be excited right now that the Rams season's coming up. Hell, you can be excited right now that the Chargers season is coming up because you think they got a good roster and there's some unanswered questions. Dodgers, you have some excitement about. Angels, you know there's nothing to be excited about. You might have been excited in the beginning, and then they quickly reminded you where the Angels do not get excited. <laughs> we can't do a rundown <laughs> or catch a line drive to start a rundown. Um, but with that all said, I think the Lakers are in this weird spot. You want to be excited about the upcoming season. But what you just said about it could easily go either way. And when I'm talking about it's a good Lakers season, if they're a fifth seed or a sixth seed, 
that's probably a good Lakers season. Anything can happen in the playoffs, but I don't think anybody's going to think the Lakers are going to go win 60 games this year or something like that. Uh, no, it seems unlikely. And if you look at the, the teams that were in that fifth and sixth spot, you're 15, 16 games over 500 if you're a five or six seed. So I'm with you on the we're not sure which direction it goes. All right, so LeBron has agreed to a two-year, $97.1 million contract extension, player option for the 24-25 season, that according uh, to Rich Paul, who said that to ESPN. Let's try a phone call here. Uh, let's go to Ruben. Ruben, you're on with Travis Lee. Ruben, what's going on? Hey, guys, great show. Love you guys. Thanks, Ruben. Man, I really think that it's LeBron holding L.A. hostage because – waiting to see what his son is going to do. He's getting older. He, you get AD that's not playing, or when he does play, it's average Davis. And you got Westbrook that wants to be fighting the the audience that are calling him Westbrook when that's all he's doing. <laughs> so Can, hey, Ruben, I don't know here, what to do. Here's the good news. The good news is this. So whether you think Bronny or you think LeBron's holding the league hostage because he wants to play with his son, here's the good news. The good news is, and last year is a good example of it, if you're losing as a Los Angeles Laker and you have expectations, it's miserable. Nobody's having a good time. Nobody's sitting back and accepting that it's okay. I mean, listen to this radio station. Go look at any of those other national platforms Damn, when the Lakers are bad, you're hearing about it every direction that you look at. Here's the other other good news. There's no one in that front office that doesn't know or understand how the expectations are always unrealistic for the Lakers. So the only reason why I set it up that way, the front office wants to win. Braun, even though he's got four NBA championships, who, by the way, so does Steph and so does Clay, and so does Draymond. They've caught up to him. Mm Um, Braun is going to eventually pass Kareem for the all-time scoring list. I find it hard to believe that Braun is also walking in in these two years guaranteed with the Lakers, not putting the pressure or constantly like, guys, I want a chance to win. At least that part you know is going to be there, and then we'll find out if they're able to do it. I don't know. I, I don't like the the phraseology that he used. That Ruben's saying that LeBron's holding the league hostage because he wants to play with his son. Um, that's one way to characterize it. I think what LeBron James is doing is using the equity that he's put in over twenty years to do what he wants to do, to to put himself in a position to say, you know what. I am going to do this. I'm going to become the first player in the history of this league. I'm going to have the most points ever. I've got four championships, been in the finals ten times, have racked up MVPs, this, that, and the other thing. You know what else I want to do? Yeah. I want to play with my kid. And, and the way that I can guarantee that, season. yeah, the way I can guarantee that is by setting my contract up like this. That by the time he's eligible, and the wild card in all this of whether or not Bronny's good enough to play in the NBA, I, I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe he is. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's a college player. You know, no, no shame in that, but who knows? But maybe somebody gives him a shot. I, I don't have a problem with it. It's he, He's earned it. He's put in the time, the equity, the ability, all these things to put himself in a position to do this. All right, still waiting for the Lakers to uh, drop the schedule. The second that they do, we're going to let you know uh, what's going on. And you, you said something interesting, Slee. I want to try to figure out um, the part in the calendar where LeBron may finally pass Kareem because that's going to be that's going to be a, a big, big oh, deal. Oh, yeah. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Schedule is out, Al. Have you figured out where you're going to take some time off? Where you're going to be able to go take some some road trips? I'm seeing a, uh, some there, great dates here. Okay, I, here, here, just real quick before we get into the uh, the LeBron part of yeah. this, the yeah. there's a Pau Gasol announcement in here as well. But are you ready to be? You ready to get excited? Yeah. November 14th through the 17th. No games. You have a four-day window in the middle of That's November. Awesome. That's what yeah. you look at. All I'm looking at is the grid of big open spot of white, and from the 14th to the 17th, you have no games. And by the way, you've got home games on both ends of that, so you could you could really get some uh, some stuff done in there. You're a good man for looking that yeah. up. You are a good you man to, you know, for looking here, that I'm, up. I'm make Emily put this down in the uh, the record of the Travis and Sliwa show. I'm offering to do the 13th and the 18th. No, I can't do the 13th. That's a Sunday. The Rams will play. But I will do the 18th for you. So that would actually give you six days in a row. Bro, that's awesome. Six days that's in a good row. people right there. You would, you, would have, you would have to do the game against the Brooklyn Nets yep. on November 13th. You'd have to come back to do the Spurs on November 20th. But I can get you I a whole, you up on a whole that week clear. I might take you up on spot. that offer. See, I'm a good teammate. Yeah, that is. I'm, I'm looking out for you. I'm looking out for you. All right. Um, Opening with the Warriors. They got the clips coming next. Uh, here, here's the back of the uh, matchbook math on LeBron James and him breaking Kareem's all-time scoring record. He trails Kareem by 1,315 points. He's 1,315 points behind Kareem. Okay? LeBron James averaged 30 points a game last season, which is bonkers in his 90s. Let's take that down significantly. Let's yeah. just say he averages 25 points a game this season, which hopefully is what it is because that means AD is there and playing well. He does have to carry all the weight like he's been. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, at that point, if he's averaging 25 points a game, for him to break that record is 52 games. Their 52nd game lands very early in February. He won't play in all 52 games. So you got to push that back a little bit. You're talking. Say misses five games yeah, up to that point. So you're talking middle of February, somewhere in there. And if it gets pushed back a little, you're talking right around the All Star break mm-hmm. is when LeBron James is very likely. Now, if he's averaging 30 a game, you move it up a little bit. But somewhere in February, it feels like that's where LeBron's going to break that record. Well, if he could do it a little bit before. Come on, Bron. We're not talking. <laughs> we're not asking for too much here. If he does it in late January, you're at Boston. January 28th, Mm -hmm. you're at the Knicks on the 31st at the Madison Square Garden. Um, Again, this is not going to be the goal, but 
certainly everybody's going to be counting this down. This is one of the most, it's one of the bigger moments in NBA history. So, and it's not, you know, I think for Laker fans, what we'll all pay attention to is if you get to 52 or 53 games in or 55 games in, as important as obviously Braun passing Kareem, where are the Lakers? Where are you at that point? Mm-hmm. How meaningful are these games? Hopefully very meaningful. Hopefully we're talking about where they are in the standings and, wow, you know what, you need Denver to lose or Clippers to lose. Like, that's the position that you want to be in. Unfortunately, all last year they weren't. Uh, so that's obviously a big date. The other big date, and this might be my favorite of the entire schedule for the Lakers this upcoming season, uh, the Lakers put out a tweet, champion, legend, and forever part of the Lakers family. We raised Pal Gasol's jersey in the rafters um, March 7th. 2023, obviously. March 7th is when they will retire Powell's jersey. That is freaking awesome. Yeah, that is cool. awesome. No, no, he, look, he was a integral part of two love championship Powell. teams. Yeah. He was a one of those guys that Laker fans loved, his teammates loved. He, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's, they're going to retire his number now. It, it's, it's perfect. He absolutely deserves it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it as well. Okay, so let's start right here. Um, the first 12 games of the season, Slee, and, and I'm looking at this as it's coming out, um, open with Golden State. Okay, that That's going to be a tough one. That Golden State's the defending champs. They're, they're at home. They're, they're getting their rings, all of that stuff. Okay, After that is the Clippers. After that is Portland. You go on the road for Denver and Memphis, or excuse me, Minnesota, after that. You come back and you play Denver again. You play the New Orleans Pelicans, Utah, Cleveland. A lot of these are at home. You only have two road games up until that point. Two out of your first nine games mm. are at home. Or excuse me, on the road. Seven of your nine are at home. Then you go to Utah and to the Clippers. Okay. Then you come back and play Sacramento. What I'm getting at is this. That's the first 12 games of the season. The Vegas odds makers, I would predict, as we sit here right now, August 17th, Lakers are probably underdogs in 10 of those games. If Donovan Mitchell stays in Utah, I think they're certainly underdogs in 10 of those games. That is a really tough opening 12-game schedule. So you got the games that are already tough, right? The the Warriors, like you mentioned, at Denver. Clippers are obviously going to have everybody else or everybody back. That's a tough game, period. And they didn't make the playoffs last year. They beat the Lakers, what is it, like nine times in a row? But think about that. They didn't make the playoffs. Neither did the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's another team. Those are good teams. Those are teams that are, you know, getting the mix. Now you can make an argument. You could say, okay, well, Utah's obviously taking a step back. Uh, Trudell did a great job here on Lakers.com. So if you want to kind of see a breakdown of the whole schedule, you'll have 10 of the first 15 games for the Lakers at Crypto. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, of those 10 that are in L.A., four against playoff teams, like you mentioned, Denver, the Pelicans, Utah, and Brooklyn. We'll see what happens to the Jazz, Clippers. Minnesota, too. Yep. And Minnesota's only got better. I think it's, you know, I wouldn't say this for a team that, for the, let's use the Warriors as an example. Do the Warriors have to jump out in their first 15 games to be 10-5? and five? Of course not. They don't. And I think there's a lot of teams that don't really have to. Why do I feel that it's so important for the Lakers to start building some kind of momentum right out the gate? Remember last year when they went 0-6 in the preseason, yep. and we're like, well, that's a good start. Oh, well. You tell- were on that right away. I, I was more like, let's wait till they matter. But you're like, can you just I- win one of these Actually, things? Actually, what's funny is I remember Russ saying, um, do you guys remember the – he said something to the effect, do you guys remember last year's preseason record? Right. And everybody's like, no, we don't. He goes, yeah, I don't remember any of these 
But it was more for me. It's like, how are you guys playing? Do you look good? You're building some confidence, some continuity, everything else. And we knew right out the gate Lakers were not, and, and it is what it is. Am I being a little dramatic when I say I feel like the first 15 games for the Lakers are actually really important for them to build something? I, I think it's twofold. No, I don't think you are. I think, I think you're onto it. The other wild card in all of this, and, and it may or may not be a factor by the time we get there because you still got, obviously, first game's not till October 18th, um, is Russell Westbrook still on the team? If, if he is and you get off to a bad start, <laughs> good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck with how that shakes out because um, he's going to take the brunt of the criticism, whether it's his fault or not, right? Um, Darvin Ham will be placed in the, the fire right away. Keep in mind, you got hey, a rookie you're starting him, coach. you're benching him. Hey, what do you, right. all, all those questions. How about We're, training camp when everybody's all saying? All of it. All of it. And, oh, by the way, you're coming off a bad season. Mm-hmm. Where you're coming off a bad season, you get off to a bad start, it's the whole, hey, are we, are, here we go again kind of factor, right? They need to get off to a decent start. It doesn't have to be through 12 games. You don't have to be 10-2. and two, yeah. But you can't be 3-9. and nine. You can't be 4-8. and eight. No, of course not. And, 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 by the way, if you're looking at this, 3-9 and nine and 4-8 and eight is not totally out of the question. They're not going to go 0-12. and 12. They're not going to go 12-0. and 0. But, you know, if you are somewhere around 7-5, and 5-7, five, five and seven, you're probably okay. If you're on either side of those, you're feeling really good mm. about it or you're feeling like, um, guys, what? It's happening again, isn't it? God forbid if somebody gets uh, an injury, and God forbid if that person is Anthony Davis, right? The, the, these are the things that that first, you know, three, four weeks of the season, it's not just about when, let's, what does it look like, like you're talking about, and what is the vibe around the team? Again, I'll say it again, Slee. They have a rookie head coach. Yeah. I was super impressed with him when we met him and we got to talk with him, but he's a rookie head coach. The Lakers are under a magnifying glass like almost no one else, and if it gets off to a bad start, look out. You know, in December, they play 12 road games in December. No kidding. So this kind of goes back to what you were just talking about. you got to stock up some Ws. You have to because you'll get into December. 12 of your 15 games in that month are all going to be on the road. Or 12 of your 16 games are on the road. And the games that you have that are at home are against Boston, Denver, Charlotte, and uh, and the Wizards, so we'll see we'll see how things shake out. How about this? So the LeBron deal. Get, by the way, there's a lot of Lakers stuff happening. The schedule yeah. dropped. LeBron James also agreed to a contract extension. Uh, it could be up worth up to 111 million dollars over two years, based on the the salary cap rises. Okay. Um, the extension that he signed has made him the highest earning NBA player in history with 532 million in guaranteed money. That's just what the NBA has chipped him off. Who's uh who's <laughs> Soto's agent Boris? <laughs> yeah. You think Boris is saying we want above 532 on Soto's 532.1. Yeah. Right? That, you know how they do but, that in they'll do the NFL yeah. I want to be the highest paid corner. You think Boris will start looking at what other players are in other sports? He's like, yeah, let, let's get a, a dollar over bronze. Five hundred and three. Yeah. And by well, the way, you know it's crazy. That's not a, that's not one dime of Nike money. Okay. That's not one dime. How, how about put of that any aside? Of the other companies that he represents. Put that aside. He's underpaid. Sure, he is. And, and, yeah, and it's yeah. the reality, right? Like he is. Like for John Wall to have a con- for some of these other guys that had these just massive contracts. You ain't LeBron. You know, but there's the Larry Bird rule, right? That, that you hear that? Oh, that's the Larry Bird rule, where you can re-sign your own players and go yeah. over a certain thing. Bird rights, bird whatever. rights. Yeah. Sure, that there needs to be a LeBron rule, right? That because John Wall making forty-five, Russell Westbrook making, making 47. forty-five, forty-seven million. It's like 
Damn, I, that's that seems aggressive. <laughs> that seems like a lot. There is no number for LeBron James. You're like, no, nah, he's not bringing it in with the TV, with the the the, mar- the merch, with everything he's done everything. for this That if you everything. if you came out and said, listen, we're gonna play LeBron James three hundred million dollars this year. We're gonna pay him like a CEO. We're gonna pay yep. him like an owner of one of these teams, a commissioner. We're like a com- yeah, that that's fine. That that feels right to me. There's we ran the be- numbers. Yep, that works. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, these guys, Magic Johnson. They yep. should get numbers that we're not even. It doesn't even count against the cap. Okay, you get a different number because LeBron now owns two percent of the NBA. <laughs> Michael Jordan owns three percent of the NBA. Magic Johnson gets one point seven five percent of the NBA. They're, they don't count against the cap anymore. We need a we need some sort of LeBron James slash MJ rule. Five hundred and thirty two. You surprised by the way the one plus one? No, I thought I thought that's actually. No. I think people assumed that that's what it was going to be. Why? By the way, why should he dedicate two years? And I think it also well. The I, answer to the question is obvious, right? Mm-hmm. The answer to the question is if if I know he's here for three years, I can sell that to other guys. Say, listen, you got three because the the who was the guy that they really wanted to make a deal for that they couldn't do because he wouldn't come in. Um, what you was talking about, Demar? Who are you no, talking about? it was when Mike LeBron recently? was in Cleveland, and yeah. it was year to year, and they wanted to make a deal. And the guy's like, I don't know if LeBron's going to be there beyond that time. I, I don't want to be stuck there if he leaves. I don't want to be in Cleveland. I want to play with LeBron, but I don't want to be there. It gives them the ability to go sell. hey, look, you got three more years of LeBron. Come on in here, and let's go make this thing happen. However, just to play that the other way, and they're, they're going to be in this spot next year because next year, if let's just say they don't make a deal for us that cap space will be available mm-hmm. to go get another player. I, I wouldn't be surprised or shocked that some of those conversations are being had. And But doesn't that kind of go the other way? I, I hear you what you're right. Like the, the Westbrook money becomes available. Mm-hmm. But if I'm saying, okay, look, I want to take your money, but I can't sign a five-year deal. LeBron may be gone in a Maybe year. Maybe somebody's coming in the final year of his contract. Could be. Some along those lines. They, they tried that. That didn't don't, – no. don't do that again. No. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do the – hey, he's got one more good year left. That didn't work out so well. We'll continue to peel the onion on the uh, Lakers schedule. A whole bunch of things we figured out when LeBron's going to pass career. We know their record through the first month of the season. We've got it all figured out. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Lakers schedule is out. LeBron James has signed an extension, and we got a little bonanza of um, NBA news all of a sudden, and I've already volunteered to do Slee's job for him on Friday, uh, November 18th. Give you six days in a row. You, by the way, that offer does have an expiration date. I'm going to need you to accept. Yeah, you have to. No, it's got to be one of those things where yeah. you pull it. If uh, yeah, I'll, I will give you to the end of the week. I, I will give you until. How about this? I'll give you until the conclusion of the Rams game yep. on Friday night because I may be in a different mood 100%. by the time we get to the end of that one. So we'll see. I got to look at the Raiders schedule. That's right. Yeah, of course. Maybe you want to go to Vegas, go to the uh, black hole and see the Raider, uh, the, your, your Raiders up close and personal. We talked about Slee going into uh, SoFi as a Raider fan against the Chargers opening weekend in oh, the that's NFL. Gonna be fun. Had a good day. Clinton gave you a tutorial on um, was not happy with soccer. Us. Not happy with us. Was he getting frustrated or was he just, well, I just generally think he, annoyed? I think by he you didn't all? respect. I think 
he thought we didn't respect the knowledge that he was dropping on us because Berg and I were cracking jokes left and right rather than listening to him about the LAFC game. <laughs> All right, so here, give me you guys' thoughts on this. Um, when you have a passion for something, right, and the, the audience that you're trying to share your passion with is just not feeling it, right? Like I, you guys know that I have – I love baseball cards, right? I'm not going to try to convince you guys to like baseball cards. I'm just going to live in my own little dorkdom and enjoy my baseball cards. It's fine. Do you try to do what, you know, no, 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 you don't understand. Let me explain to you why this is so important. Let me explain to you yeah. why this means so much. You can't to me. oversell it. Like, there's no, you just kind of start realizing the way McVeigh is trying to tell us that Stafford's completely fine scares me a little <laughs> bit, right? Like, that, that worries me. I think like he almost kind of oversells this. So I think if I, I read the room. If the room ain't interested, it's like, yeah, you probably should just change the subject and not talk about this. Emily? I think you guys know my answer about this. I try to get people to like things <laughs> that I like. I It depends on the people. So if it's someone I care about, I would like them to at least feign interest in what I'm interested in. And I think it also might be an East Coast versus West Coast thing. I, I'm starting to realize this, that you guys kind of like, you guys have your lanes, you guys stick, you have your own things. And the East Coast, we're like, you're going to like what everyone likes. But let, let me ask you this. Like, you like Stranger Things, right? Yeah. I, I It's not my cup of tea. I yeah. tried it, watched a few episodes. Like, why do you care if I like it or not? It just is something. I feel like it's <laughs> l- less justified for me to like it. I, I <laughs> get mad like that it. you don't a like it. A lot of people do. I'm in the I minority know. here. You you like the thing that's popular. So I just don't. It's like, I don't know. Like the But the thing's like, I don't know, The Bachelor. I know you guys will never care about or never like. I will not push that. I'll say I I know my lane of who be, people I know that will like The Bachelor, but it's something I I feel like is generally viewed as a very good show. Like Breaking Bad, if someone's like, I will never watch Breaking Bad, I don't want to watch Breaking Bad. I'm like, I will try to convince them reasons they would like to watch Breaking Bad. Just not, Taylor, what about you? I'm not here to try to convince anybody. If I see somebody wearing a, a T-shirt with my favorite band on it, or they have a poster of my favorite movie, I'm going to geek out about it. I'm going to talk to them about it. But otherwise, if they don't bring it up, I'm not bringing it up. That got it for free. They, they have no idea. They, <laughs> they know it was a band or a thrift store, right? And it's a little vintage. What would that band be, Taylor? What's what's the band? The T-shirt would make you stop and go, oh, dude. I dig those guys too. Oh, Queens of the Stone Age, one of my favorite bands. Okay, yeah, yeah. They like the Queen on the front. They're like, I thought it was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like Renaissance art. Yeah, me and Clinton are <laughs> throw, cut from the same back, cloth. Throw it back. All right, here's some numbers for you. This is this is just both inspiring and stupid okay. simultaneously. You ready? Um, LeBron James will is the only player. Excuse me. Let me go, let me back up. A will little bit. be the person that hit, the only person that's played 22 seasons in the NBA is Vinsanity, mm-hmm. Vince Carter. LeBron. Is played 19 yep. with the three years that we're talking about here. The one coming up, the year that he's going to play next year under contract with the Lakers. And, and then the put, option. The option year would give him uh, one more. He would become the first player to go to 20. No, he would tie at that point. He would be tied yes. with, with Vince Carter. Um, he would become the first player. Um, with the extension to play both as a teenager in the NBA and as a 40-year-old in the NBA. Kevin Garnett got close. He played as a teen and a 39-year-old. Um, that, that that almost doesn't even make sense. That athletes peak somewhere in their mid, late 20s, early 30s. Before that, you're usually not good enough to be in the league. After that, you're too old to be in the league. He missed on both ends, 19 all the way to 40. Don't forget this. This isn't just some dude that was a number five pick in the NBA draft and then was a journeyman and just ended up playing in the league for 
10 different teams or whatever the case is, this is arguably the most hyped-up player coming out of high school. Arguably, I mean, there were games on ESPN that were carrying his game. Do you remember the first game he played in the NBA was the Cavs versus the Sacramento Kings, right, Taylor? That was in Sacramento, I think. Yeah, it was. It was must-watch. You have to watch this guy. And he didn't just live up to all the expectations. He surpassed those expectations. Yeah. He's going to go down only as one two of guys, the Only three people have done that. There, there, there are three people that have done exactly what you mm-hmm. said, where the expectations were set at an absurd level. Sure, sure. And not only did they reach them, but they went past them by a hundredfold. Mm-hmm. The only other two people that did it were Tiger and Serena. Mm. They're, 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 the, they're the only other two. And unless, am I forgetting somebody? Maybe we are, just, but just kind of going off the, off the brush, but I think that, that's a good example. But here's now the difference. So I just kind of set up coming into his career, what kind of player he was through the early part, through his prime. At the end of his career, think about all these players that you're talking about towards the end of their career. They're at year 19 or they're year 20 or whatever the case is. What are they in the league? Think about it. Think about Kareem's final year in the league. It was not a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar caliber season. It was not. It it wasn't. By the way, that could be Braun in a couple years because we're talking, basically we're talking three years ahead here. He averaged 30. I know last year, and that's but that that's the <laughs> I mean, point I'm making. Almost won the scoring title. Yeah, go, go look nuts. at go look at go go look at what Kobe was doing towards the end of his career. For that's Kobe, normal for Kobe. It was yeah. more about let me wave hi to everybody. Yes. Yes. I got fans in San Antonio that want to give me a tribute. I got Celtics fans that are actually chanting MVP. He was getting his tribute, uh, and and we'll see what happens over the next couple of years. Go look at Dirk. Go look at some of these guys that were great legends of the game and everything else. Braun was averaging. 30 last year. It, 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 that's what, when we're talking about when he's going to pass Kareem, and it'll be somewhere probably in the middle of February, um, that's downgrading him to 25 points a game. <laughs> that he scored 30 points a game last season. And we put those numbers, the other numbers from uh, Stats and Info up there, the Lakers stuff, because I want to get into those too. Here, here, here are some other ones. Uh, he averaged 27 points with the Lakers in his career. Um, that's the second most in franchise history. You know who he's tied with? Shaq and Jerry West. <laughs> Okay, this this was the retirement job, right? This is where he's going to go because he wants to make TV shows and movies and do all of those things. Only Elgin Baylor has a higher scoring average in Laker history at 27.4. Uh, he was tied with Jerry West, who spent his entire career with the Lakers, yep. and Shaq, who was at the peak of his powers. Eight years, three when he finals with- MVPs. Yeah, I'll just do that at the tail end. I'll do that in my my years 16, 17, 18, or whatever it is. Just it's okay. It's I got a so question for you. Dumb, silly. Real, real question on this. Do you think? Do you think there? You get an extension to to somebody like we're describing in mm-hmm. Braun, and we're talking about his age. That's ninety seven million dollars that's going to Braun over those two years at this age. Think there's some hesitation. You think you're you think there are Laker fans out there that listen, nobody's we all love what Braun has brought and he kind of re energized this Laker franchise. Now not every year, because we've already talked about it. Two years you haven't made the playoffs, you you were out in the first round, you yep. won that one championship. Um, is there some concern that you got somebody this late stage in his career, plus an Anthony Davis that has not played over fifty percent of the games the last two years, plus What's going to happen this year with Russ? There are still a lot of question marks that comes with all this. I, I think that it's like if they're doing their jobs right, 
in that meeting that's probably got four or five people in there, and they're getting ready to say, okay, this is going to be our do- – hey, let, let's go around the room. Is anybody not feel good about this? And if so, tell me why. I'm sure somebody said, hey, guys, nobody in this league is – a great player at their 20th year. No one but years 22 are going to be, you know, worth 50 plus million dollars a year. Are we sure we want to do this? And I'm sure everyone else in the room goes, yeah, yes. absolutely. Let's do this. Yeah. That he's one of one. It's, it's not his style too. You can do what he's doing. He can still be a player in the NBA if you got the right pieces around him. And if these guys are yeah. healthy, but he could still be a player in the NBA where he's dishing out eight or nine dimes that he's hanging around the rim grabbing six or seven boards, that he can go through one of those nights where, hey, i got to put up 25, I'm going to put him up. He, his game is conducive to that. It's not he was one type of player and that's all he can do or he can only get buckets. And throw one more thing in there. I agree with everything you said. Throw one more thing in there. He's a gate attraction. He's box office. He's he is a let's go see LeBron James tonight. Even if he's not averaging thirty a game, yeah. even if he's not you know the high flyer that he used to be, even if he's not throwing down multiple, he's still going to do a handful of things every single night. To make you, yeah, it's cool. I got to see LeBron do that. Do you remember? He's box office. Do you remember we went through this right after they won the Super Bowl, the Rams, and one game? I think it was the day of the parade. Aaron Donald's there. Yeah, right. And he's sitting front row. And they're kind of having a back and forth. And then what was it a week later? Stafford's there. And it was – and this is just comes with L.A., but granted the Lakers were so bad last season, they were coming to see Braun. Yeah. no, they, they, I want to see LeBron but, James. Maybe I don't get a chance to see it. Maybe there are fans out there. You get that opportunity once a year or whatever the case I, is. I'm, I, I'm not criticizing you, but there there's there two groups of people watching the Laker games last year. There were people that were op- optimistic like yourself. That, like, hey, maybe if they can get this, sure, this going. Need 65 things to go we, our way. Exactly. And maybe 65 things will go this way. And you held on to it until January, February before the kind of the, the jig was up, right? And then there was the, the people that are probably more a little bit more fatalistic or realistic or whatever you want to call it that – after about Christmas, like, yeah, this, nope, that that doesn't work. That's not going to turn around at all. There's no reason to think about it. But you still turn it on a lot because LeBron James, you, you said it too, Al. The Lakers did not play exciting basketball last year. It was not a, a fun watch. LeBron was fun. When LeBron would get going to do something, that was fun. And so that's why I think that sinking all that money into him, even at that, you know, athletically speaking, that advanced age, it's it's a good bet. And he hasn't averaged 30 points a game. What are we talking about? The conversation should never be about Braun. It honestly just should, should be about the other players and Anthony Davis. Absolutely. That, that's it, right? That, if, can he go? They got a chance. If he can't, they don't. It's, it's not super complicated when you think about that. All right. The dump coming up next, plus a little super crosstalk. It's right around the corner. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, so Lakers schedule dropped. We kind of went through all the uh, ins and outs of that. Um, one other thing just to note before we get into the dump. So the contract for Anthony Davis and LeBron James actually line up now. So both LeBron and AD, I think this is interesting, Trav, 2024-2025 season, AD will have a player option, LeBron will have a player option. So this could easily kind of be that final two-year run for the Lakers with those two players playing together, or maybe there's still something there that they could do something. But that's that's... Not shocking that it lines up together, but the Braun AD connection could be for two more years, and then who knows after that. Hypothetical for you. Yeah. Let's say these next two years okay. are okay. Mm-hmm. They don't win a championship, but they're not a bad team. They're yep. a team. 
that's in the mix. They're the Utah Jazz. Okay, let's use that as an example. They're in the playoffs. They win their fair share of games. Um, but, but you know they're an out. They're, you know they're not going to win the NBA championship. Do you run it for that third year? If you're those guys, do you want to go run it again for that third year and see what happens? Are you both thinking, you know what, we've, we've been here. At that point, it'll have been six, seven years, right? So, so do you run it? Been there. Do you run it back again? Do you try it one more time, or do you go, you know, LeBron's case, I'm gonna go play with my son. Honestly, or in AD's case, it's like you know what, I'm just gonna go look for a new team. Honestly, I could definitely see them, everybody kind of moving on, right? Like looking back on it and saying, hey, this started six years ago. At that point, we got an NBA championship out of it. We had box office when it came to star players and attraction and selling seats and everything else i think you can definitely sell it as all right that's it that's if you're not competing right yeah. like if you're not competing so i, I wouldn't be surprised is that, that not competing just kind of in the middle of the road right there i know i know by laker standards it's not tell you what i mean don't they have to be don't you have to be in the middle of the road before don't you have to be in the middle of the road next season before you start talking about being in the middle of the road in a couple of years? Yeah, you know, that, that, that's fair. That, that's a fair point. That way. All right, Bob Odenkirk and Giancarlo Esposito. Of course, that is uh, Saul Goodman and um, Gus Fring from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. They will both have shows coming to AMC in 2023. Uh, Parish for Esposito and Straight Man for Odenkirk. Which are you more excited to see? Like what? And they're playing different characters, of course, but they're they're both very very good at the roles they had in, in the Gilligan verse, I believe. Emily, if I got that right, yes. um, which of those are you more interested in? This is it kind of easy for me. This one is. I'd have much more interest in Odin Kirk doing something than I would with um, Esposito. Esposito. Yeah. I I do. I've seen uh, Esposito in a few things that are not. How, how is he? He's terrific, mm. and and that's why I'm great. I want to see him mm. kind of do a, a a slightly different thing, like that he was able to. I was watching an old episode of Breaking Bad. My my youngest son is obsessed. He watches it all the time. It was on, and so I'm going through. And when he's like the manager of uh, Poyos Hermanos, he's charming and he's engaging and he's nice and he's you know, but very disciplined. He's like he's the boss you hope to get, right? He's the guy that you you really like. And I don't know if anybody played menace more mm. terrifying than Esposito did. So to see that he can hit kind of both of those marks in one character, I'd like to see him. Like I've, I feel like I've seen a lot of Bob Odenkirk. I, I'm going to watch him both, but Esposito trying something like that I think would be really cool. Odenkirk has sold me. I'm in. He's Whatever he does. He's pretty good. Do you ever listen to any interviews? I know Emily does. It's probably all the after shows and stuff and podcasts. Can be kind of grouchy in those podcasts, which, can he? which no, I, I like. I've have, I have not which seen I, which, which I really like. It's yeah. a, he was a longtime writer on Saturday Night Live. Like that's one of the, how he kind of got started there. Like he's had this amazing, varied, you know, incredible career. But when he talks, he's a little little grumpy, which I dig. I I, I absolutely love it. Are those good? Are those entertaining? I like them. Yeah. Like I, the the post AMC thing was not talking exactly Saul. talking Saul. That oh, really yeah, yeah. wasn't my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. But I've heard him on a handful of podcasts. He's a great the Insider guest. Pod is always a good one. It's run by AMC, so they have all the key players in that. All right, so there's a new feature in the NBA schedule this year. There's going to have a Rivals Week slee. It's January 24th through the 28th, and the Clippers and Lakers will play in that That's week. That's a really good idea. The Lakers and Celtics will play in that week. That's it's a, a really good idea. It's a terrific idea. It's a terrific. The Ball Brothers will play against each other in that week. Uh, you're going to get a little Embiid-Jokic matchup. Uh, you'll get the Celtics in the Heat, the Suns in the Mavs. I love, I love it. it. 
No, oh, I, I really do. And you could, that perfectly. you could do that individuals or you could do that with teams. That's a really, really good idea. And, and think about the grind of a Lakers or an NBA season in no general, doubt. right? You need things that kind of um, reinvigorate you. You know what I mean? Like just kind of get you back to like, oh, okay, hey, that's a good storyline. Oh, that's interesting. I haven't seen it. To do that around that January mark, NFL games are going on, so that'll be a little it's difficult. Playoffs but, too. Yeah, that's right. That, that's plays. They So I, I like it as an idea, and I like here. Here's why I like it because if Lonzo and Lamelo Ball are squaring off in a basketball game, yep. and the Bulls and the Hornets are bad, I ain't watching it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I I don't need to watch them recreate backyard basketball from Chino Hills. I, I'm, I'm good. I don't. I don't need to see that. Um, but what I like about it is the NBA is awesome when it comes to you know what you should try let's try this hmm. they, they're they're flexible in how they think mm-hmm. they're flexible in their relationship uh with their players and with their owners they're they're an incredibly dynamic league in their willingness to try things hmm. in baseball it took you know an act of congress for them to bring an instant replay it they, they had to, it took a worldwide pandemic for them to institute hey let's end these extra inning games so they don't go 14 15 innings they're, they got their feet stuck in the mud. I love that the NBA tries things. Yeah, and, and they'll – I mean, that's going to be tagged. You won't be able to – Oh, my gosh. Go without five minutes without everybody just promoting Robert. It's great. Smart idea. Happy birthday to Robert De Niro. He turns 79 years old today. Your favorite De Niro film, Slee? Um, yeah, I, I, I want to – I know I'm going to say Goodfellas because that is my favorite movie with him. I almost feel like it's a little bit of a cop-out because it's – it is what it is. Um, taxi Driver. Raging Bull. Both great. Meet the um, Fockers. <laughs> well, Meet the Fockers. Actually, not he's, he's meet funny the as hell. Parents, the first one. Meet the Parents is was funny really as funny. Yeah. It was really, you know, by the time Barbara Streisand and Dustin Hoffman show up, I'm kind of over it. But when it was just him and Stiller, that was a funny movie. Casino might be Casino his really good. best work. Casino's really good. He's a little too crazy for me in Taxi Driver. Travis oh, he's, Bickle he is, is crazy. It, I'm uncomfortable with him. I, I I don't need him in my life. I don't I don't need anybody like that in my life. I think it is Goodfellas. You, you know what's a underrated? Well, maybe it's not underrated. A Bronx Tale, fantastic. I don't think I've ever seen that. That's a fantastic, fantastic yeah, movie. Really I don't think one. I've seen that. Yeah. Jimmy Conway though, crazy, menacing, kind of funny. Sad at the end when uh, poor uh, what's his face when Tommy gets it he they shot him in the face <laughs> that's you know there's a lot if it's not analyzed this then what are we talking about <laughs> oh, is that Billy Crystal yeah it's Billy Crystal yeah. or bad grandpa <laughs> I admit I miss that's Zach Efron maybe I think Zach Efron and yeah the Irishman yeah oh my gosh okay please tell me you didn't like that. Uh, I didn't care for it. I have no I, memories of it. To I, be honest with you, I, can't, I don't even know if I go back and tell you that. That is a perfect response. Yeah. Like, I watched it and remember being like, well, that did nothing for me. When everybody kept saying how long it's going to be and this and that, and then now it's like a timer, it, like Funches. By the way, Funches <laughs> sent me a photo yesterday. Oh, yeah? He's in Cancun doing his little all-inclusive. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's having a good time. Well, sure, he's in Cancun. It's... Sitting at a pool, you just see the water, and oh, there's the beach. Right <laughs> but he's got oh. his free Coors Light or his Corona or whatever he's got going no, on No, he's going there. hard liquor. Oh, yeah, well, that's right. He was. And he said it's top energy. shelf. He said it's not. It's not your bottom of the barrel. It's not the. They say when you go to the grocery store, you go all the way to that bottom shelf. It's the plastic bottles. It's not that, right? Like you know that Boxed you're either wine. in college, yeah. 
or your things are not going great yeah. when you're down on the plastic bottles of gin. Well, and, first of uh, all, if it's plastic, cognac. you can have it a little higher <laughs> simply because if it falls, it ain't going to break. <laughs> yeah, no. See, eye level, Slee, retail 101. You want the things that are the most right at eye level. Selling the that's, most. That's what people look at first. That's how it goes. Uh, Pirates player Rodolfo Castro got a one-game suspension for bringing the uh, the cell phone onto the field. He slid into third base and popped out of his The best part about that was the umpire going, um, dude, your phone's right there. Incredible. One game. What do you think of that? I, I, what I didn't understand, is that a thing? Do a lot of these players have their phone in their pocket? I've never so. seen that before. No, it, it never had happened before. That was a first. Yeah, give him a game. Yeah, he, you no, know what? So here's give him a game. A game. He, him a game. He's been in the major leagues for like ten minutes. <laughs> accidentally <laughs> left his phone in his here's pocket. What it is. Well, is that the story? Is that he accidentally left it? I yeah, mean, that's I, what he said. And I believe him. By the way, I believe that it was an accidental accident, yeah. oversight. But here's what it is: baseball is claiming. Baseball is claiming they did it because they are cracking down on electronic devices in the uh, dugout, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I, I understand that. But, to, this, right? but this kid was not cracking signals with his iPhone. Right. But he well, accidentally, you know, accidentally went 77 miles an hour in a 65 zone. Yeah, this but is, he accidentally had this a, He's is, been in the major leagues. What, he got called this, up like base, in the last month. Guys, base, you're, the you're guy missing the point. into third with his cell phone. With his it cell has, phone. Yeah. It has nothing to do with electronic espionage. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an a-hole pen. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it is. Yeah, you can't like bring your phone thing, onto you the field. You can't tweet during the game. Of you course. can't put up a tweet in halftime of a basketball game. Like you know, it doesn't matter that it's an accident. Yeah. I mean, it does. Of course, the it reason, doesn't. The reason why it matters that is that's why I only got one game. If it was, if yeah. it was, you know, like you it, have to do it something. Had nothing it has to, to do with the light. rule they're claiming. He was it did. not trying to steal it, signs. Of course not. Or it anything. was live streaming. It wasn't live streamed. streamed. It was on Twitch. He was on. Uh, Instagram Live. Is that he like was... when you pocket dial us from the bathroom? The oh, day? pocket no. dial FaceTime. So here's <laughs> so here's what happened. So I had a group text with me, Bergman, Jorge, and Momo. Right, just the show group text. And yep. I have no idea how this happens. And by the way, I was not in the can. I was in the parking garage. Okay, just well, to be clear. I saw you walking. The last place I saw you was walking to the can. That's the last. This, this is like an episode of Naked Gun, where where Drebin goes to take a leak after he's designed to protect the queen. So how did I? <laughs> is there a button you press to take everybody on your text chain and put them in? Yeah, that's FaceTime? what happens if you accidentally. Yeah. If you pocket dial the group text, it goes as a FaceTime. It goes yes. as a FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By yeah, the way, was, Ramona, how did quickly did you hang up? <laughs> did, like, did you wait hey, to see what was going to happen it. Next. it was already gone. By the time I never even heard it because I think uh, my phone was still on silent from doing the show. Hmm. But, yeah, I don't. I don't know how sleep. I even did it. Don't ever it's, dial me. It was from in the your camp. pocket. I'm sure. What if I have yeah. something important to say? <laughs> Give it five minutes. Yeah. Let's see. I did that. Yeah. No. That's so now there's Bergman. Bergman has popped on. Momo, are you there? You want to join? Momo, you there? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of feel left out. Hey, hey, there we go. Yeah, oh, wait, I'm connecting. Yeah, yeah, here we oh, go. Yeah, there, right. you, you, you guys <laughs> can do this. By the way, it's super hard to get rid of once yeah. it starts. Oh, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of super hard, it's yeah. super crosstalk. Hey. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. 2560 FM, 99.1 FM, Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It will only grow stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for... 
Soper Crosstalk. I had to stand up real quick there, Ramona, and look and see if you brought in the special uh, Starbucks Ramona yeah. special. I is saw it, it the same thing? The Pineapple strong? You brought in a whole love tray yesterday. of it yesterday. I was, yeah. I was cautiously optimistic that maybe you might oh, bring Slee and I a treat that. today. Uh, no, I got an extra that. one, and then I offered it to the people on my group What's text. in it? It is an iced black tea okay. with peach juice and fro- freeze-dried pineapple bits. I just saw And tweets. you know what the barista Good. does when she bad. orders it? I <laughs> roll. I just oh, saw. We got one. I just saw tweets of people saying, just tagging you, like this is really good. good. Yeah, I know a lot of it people. Did you create it yourself? Did you?